The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rayshawn Blyden. Well, hello. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. PoliticalBombShow.cf. So Wednesday was a day of mourning, National Day of Mourning. And um, it was very, uh, very uh, sad to watch the funeral. And um, I did not... Um, post office wasn't open so uh i didn't get my phone delivery so better as hell come today i'll tell you that sick of waiting on this phone if i had gotten it on tuesday like i was supposed to i would have had it. it's crazy anyway um we're talking about the brightest of thousands of points of light Ooh, we shall talk about unfortunately the donkey still is this it a trump haters guide to Mueller skepticism? What's that all about? FBI email chain may provide damning FISA abuse evidence, as well as we already know this. Just a matter of getting it all out there. Wisconsin Republican lawmakers to pass a bill to restrict new Dem governor Scott Walker Jared um, 2020 vision. Michael Bloomberg heads to Iowa. Chris Cuomo becomes most watched anchor on CNN. Wonder why that is? BBC radio host found dead after walking out doing show. Huh? Interesting. Wow. Wow. Disney Tower suggested as source of leg legon or oh, what's come on legendary disease. What's that? Police arrest 84 European crackdown on Italian mob. Mutant double muscle Frankenstein. This pig looks insane. There's so many things to talk about right after these words. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall... The most famous reindeer of all Just. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw You would even say it glows All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never left for Rudolph Joining any reindeer game In one foggy Christmas Eve Santa came to say Rudolph with your nose so bright Won't you guide my sleigh Then how the reindeer loved him As they shot it out with glee Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history Red-nosed reindeer 
Productive for me. Let's just say I have a prospective property, and if all goes well, who knows? I may be, may be living there before major snowstorms. I must say, obviously, it's not the property that I first wanted, but the area very. Uh, it's not in the city anymore. Put it that way. It's not rural like the first property I went to see, but I just couldn't. It would have been too much. It would have been a hundred thousand just to fix it. The outside was fine, but the inside was just bad. It was really bad on the inside. I mean, if money wasn't an issue, that would have been the one I would have took. I would have rehabbed it and just uh, take you know taken that one because it was roar, and I'd rather rather the roar. But this other property is in the country. It is on a on a busy intersection though that that's the downside. But when I was inside the home, I could not even hear anything outside there. So well, uh, and the elderly woman lived there before. So the, I love everything is pretty much new. Hardwood floors are nice. The basement is not like the other basement that I wanted. The other basement. I could have set up my studio down there and everything was all set and um but with this one it is a full basement but i would need someone to renovate it and i don't know how much that's gonna cost so like my mother said i don't have to do everything all at once but it's uh i know one of the first things i'm definitely doing is looking for a dog breeder of yellow labs that's a must i am so saddened without a dog Many of you who followed my music knew that I had a, a dog who died. I think he died in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been that long since I had a dog. And when I moved to this place here, I was misled by a friend at the time who said, everyone has a dog here and I can have a dog. So I thought I was going to be able to do that. And the landlord dropped a bomb on me. No, you can't have one, even though everyone else had one. So yeah, I can't wait to move on, get out of here. But the place is... us. Square footage is not as big as I would have liked, but it's just me anyway, and it's got everything else that I need as far as a backyard, the garage, the full basement, an attic to store things. So it's uh, perfect for me, and um, it yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Falls into the budget range that. That will fit for me so yes that's enough personal diary for you now let's get on to a little bit what's going on here in the news in the news um let's just do a quick refresh and um all together for a day in DC, remembering Bush. I'm looking at the picture. You have um, President Trump and Melania, and you got the Obamas next to them. You got the Clintons. I don't recognize some of the other people. 
Let's uh, open the story up. Nation bids goodbye to Bush with high praises, cannons, and humor. So um, I believe it was on pretty much all of the networks. So I didn't really watch much of it. I don't like funerals to begin with. Funerals, weddings, you know, graduations. I don't like things like unless I must. Like obviously, if a, a, a family member, immediate family member dies, obviously I have to go and pay my respects. So, um, very sad, very sad. Everyone seemed to be there for, for, uh, to pay respects and there's no, obviously no politics there. Uh, Trump shook hands with Obama and former first lady Michelle Obama, who greeted him by saying good morning. Trump did not shake hands with Bill and Hillary Clinton, who looked straight ahead. Bill Clinton and Mrs. Obama smiled and chatted as music played. Uh, Carter was seated silently next to Hillary Clinton. Obama cracked up laughing at someone's quip. Vice President Pence shook Carter's hand. Trump tweeted Wednesday, that the day marked a celebration for a great man who has led a long and distinguished life. Bush's death makes Carter also 94, but more than 100 days younger, the oldest living ex-president. Following the cathedral service, the hearse and its long motor gate drove to National Mall to pass by the World War II Memorial, a nod to the late president's service as the World War II Navy pilot. So, um, very, uh, very good during the, uh, or a day of remembrance, so. If I sound low-key, I'm very drained. Believe me, uh, my mind is just... Anyone out there who, who's going to be a homeowner, you gotta know it's uh, very, very uh, difficult. Or it's honestly difficult, stressful. Very stressful. Going to be a homeowner. It's like triple the stress of buying a new car. Like when I bought my new car, I was stressed out. But this process is even more stressful because you're potentially going to, it's an investment that you're gonna, going to be there for 20, 30 years at least. So it's a huge investment, not like a car where it's, Typical car is what, four to eight years maybe? Which is long, but you triple that 10 to, you know, 10 to 30 years as far as getting a home. So that's gonna be my top to, topic today. The process of being a homeowner, a first time homeowner. So we're gonna talk about that only because for my own knowledge anyway, I wanna, wanna learn more, although I did take a first class, a first time homeowner class and got a certificate that's good. So 
but I still want to talk about it because I'm just it's on my mind right now I'm shopping and I'm within within a grasp of being a homeowner living the American dream that's one of the American dreams to have a car and a house so that's definitely uh something worth talking about something worth talking about macron caves macron caves on what let's see what did macron cave on macron france macron scrapes fuel tax after protests i mean scraps scrapes there's no e in there he scraps it after protest so he he caved Captain Caveman. I don't think it means that well, but that's just, a, I don't know why I said that. Sometimes you can be so silly. Sometimes you can be such a silly goat, silly goat. You know, I am just, it's Thursday, folks. I am drained. I am literally and truly drained, drained beyond belief you really know I really am so uh, I don't know I don't know I really I really I'm not ready to move yet because, uh, I'm ready to move I should say physically I'm not ready like I my hopes was while I'm on vacation I could start to put things away in boxes so when it's time to move it'll be easier. So I don't I don't want to I don't know how the process works. Like I don't know how fast it is where I make an offer, he gets more offers and then wait to and then see if I get it or not. So I don't know this part of it. I don't know this part of it. So I, I'm assuming that I'm going to put in my offer. I'm assuming if I, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm, I'm assuming if my agent is any good, he's going to try to, to ask, you know, put in a, uh, put in a bid for Lord and he asked, you know, negotiate and don't give him straight away what he, he wanted, you know, low, come in lower and, and then bargain with him. The only danger in that is if I, I guess if you put in a lower bid, like let's say I put in a bid for 200000 and the guy wanted 250000 and then someone comes along and says, I'll give you the 250000 that you asked for, well then what? So, I don't know. I'll leave that part to them. That's what they, they work for me. So they, that's their part of the thing to worry about, you know? That's for them, not for me to worry about. That's for them to worry about. So I am not going to worry about it. <laughs> Does anyone even know that cartoon? You guys don't know about Captain Caveman. Not enough to contain public anger. This must still be about Macron. Yeah, I'm not going to read any more about Macron. Not going to read any more about you. New York Mag, the lead story calling. 
Priyanka Chopra scam artist. Let's see what happened here. You know, you, you can't, with the internet these days, people can find ways of, uh, without with a lack of, you know, what do you call it, screenshotting. So even if you delete something, it's, it's there forever. U.S. website takes down offensive article calling Priyanka Chopra a global scam artist. Upon further editorial review, we found this story did not meet our standards, said a note on the website. American Publications, The Cut, has taken down an article about actress Priyanka Chopra's December 1st wedding. What is this? Um, what about her wedding? What about it? Okay, so, um, apparently, December 1st, wedding musician Nick Jonas, after a severe backlash over the pieces, racist, and sexist tone, the article first published on Tuesday and written by Mar My Maria Smith, I mean Mariah Smith, and was headlined is Priyanka Cro Chopra, Copra, and Nick Jonah's Love for Real. The article called the Indian actress a global scam artist and insinuated that she had had Jonah's to build her career in Hollywood. Following widespread criticism, the website published a watered-down version of the article on Wednesday evening, removing the specific allegations against Copra and simply, simply uh, revised the introduction. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care. I don't care. My mind is not here. I don't care. My mind is not here. I don't know. I just don't know. I really don't know. So, let's see. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Chris Cuomo backs Chris Chris Cuomo becomes most watched anchor on CNN. I don't care. I don't care. Chris Cuomo. I'm redirected. Okay, I'll skip this ad. Don't you redirect me? Chris Cuomo's nabs viewers for CNN and cable news. Okay, this is killing me. So much damn pop-ups. CNN has learned that there's nothing wrong with a little attitude. 
in just six months the network's new 9 p.m. Pro program Cuomo's primetime has become the most watched show on the AT&T owned cable news network anchor Chris Cuomo's show has surpassed colleagues and Cooperson Anderson Cooperson 8 p.m. program in that distinction and help CNN gain more notice in cable news toughest time slot where Fox News channel Sean Hannity and MSNBC Rachel Maddow draw some of the medium's biggest audience Cuomo is not doing it with the type of talk that has worked for CNN in the past the host isn't one of the light banter that time slot predators Larry King and Pierce Morgan use at 9 p.m. Cuomo likes a good verbal sparring. It's about the debate, says Malene Buck, the show's executive producer, in an interview. It's about the pushing. Each night, Cuomo urges his viewers to come along with him on a quest for the facts, blah, blah, blah. He's not trumping the competition. Handy was the most watched cable TV show in November, drawing 3 mil viewers, 9 p.m. and 571 in the 24 to 54 demo that advertises Covert. Covert, his program, was also the most watched show 9 p.m. and all of cable at that time msnbc rates mad cow snared 2.1 mil and 525 in the demo but cuomo's numbers last month 1 mil 288 overall viewers and 381 in the demo have improved cnn performance i don't care don't care at all I don't care. I don't care. Columbia U students throw SNL, that's Saturday Night Live, writer off stage for offensive jokes. Let's see. Let's see here. Saturday Night Live comedian Nemesh Patel kicked off Columbia University stage by offending students. Um, Patel comedy skit was cut short after the students who organized the event interrupted him and demanded that he end his performance early. The students got on stage, took the comedian's microphone, and denounced his jokes in front of the audience as first reported by the Columbia Spectator. The event was called Culture Shock Reclaim, a charity performance showcase hosted by the university's Asian American Alliance. The goal of the event was to provide a platform for a diversity of Asian Americans' artistic expression as well as seeking to break through stereotypes and challenges. According to the Columbia Spectator, members of the student group found Patel's skit offensive, specifically when the comedian joke that being gay cannot be a choice, adding that if a man 
is both black and gay, no one looks in the mirror and thinks, this black thing is too easy. Let me just add another thing to it. I think that's hilarious. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's funny. When told to leave, the comedian protested, explaining that his performance was simply familiarizing students with the real world. The students' organizers, however, remain insistent that Patel end his skit. We deeply apologize for inviting Patel in the first place and bringing these comments into a space for inclusion and acceptance, <laughs> the student group posted to its Facebook page following the event. We apologize for the hurt in his words caused members of the community. <laughs> you stupid pussies. The student group added that members were still processing what had happened. Freaking idiots. These people, once you go find a, spa a, a safe room to go cry in, you freaking pansies. You are such a waste of sperms. You really are. You can't take the heat. You fools. Oh, it's a gay joke. I can't take it. Oh, mama, mama. I need my pacifier. You freaking pansies, you. Ah, grow a set of balls, will you? It's a joke. I thought it was hilarious. I, I From what I just read, it was funny. And it happened to be, you know what it is, what it is that gets them? I always say, in every little joke, there's an element of truth. If a joke is done right, there's got to be an element of truth in it. And the element of truth is that it is true that you gay being gay is not is not um is not uh, it's not a, it's what do you call it? It's a choice. It's not uh it's not um something that you 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 were born with you can't be born that way no you think of when you're born you're a blank slate and then you learn things as you grow so it's proven if you take take any baby and you put them in a certain certain uh environment well guess what they're going to learn that environment so if you take a baby and you give them to a, a gay couple Guess what? They're gonna learn, learn to be like that. You, you give them to some gangsters, they're gonna learn how to be gangster. You, wherever you put the baby, whatever environment they're in, they're going to learn. They learn from their environment. That's what children do. So don't give me this. Oh, I was born that way. You were born that way. Shut up. You weren't born anyway. You were born a blank slate, just like all of us. So don't give me that crap. So I. I don't watch Saturday Night Live, but the comedian joke, that one I just read, I thought that was funny. So if you pansies can't take it, then pff, tough titties. Tough titties. Tough, 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 tough. Just, okay, where am I? A student, a few students who attended the event told PJ Media that audience members did not boo or shut doing Patel's performance and therefore they felt that ending the event early was 
unsolicited. So see, did even members didn't want it to end. I was very surprised. Either that means I'm not as sensitive as I should be, or the whole thing was just dramatic, said one student. Agreed. Okay, so I have to take it back. It wasn't the audience that was crying and moaning. It was the the uh, the person that brought them there in the first place. They're the pansies. So tough titties to you, you pansy. I really dislike when people who are older say that our generation needs to be exposed to the real world, said another student. Sophia Jeoa, whatever, to a Columbia Spectator. Obviously, the world is not a safe space. Of course it's not a safe space. You shouldn't have a safe space in, in college anyway. You're not there for a safe space. You freaking fools, you. But just accepting that it's not and continuing to perpetuate the unsafeness of it is saying that it can't be changed. You're not going to change, you know, let's say that you have to go to war or you join the military. When it's time to fight the enemy, you're going to say, hold on, I need a safe space. What he's doing is not right. He's a meanie. Grow a pair, will ya? Shut up. I can't read any more of this. I can't do it. I really can't read any more of the pansiness. I can't do it. Disney Tower suggested as source of some kind of disease. Let's see. Let's see, what disease, what disease, don't go to Disneyland, you're going to get a disease. Let me stop, allegedly, let me put allegedly, Los Angeles. A cooling tower that provides mist to make Disneyland visitors comfortable was the likely source for the 23 cases in a, a, a lead Legendary's disease outbreak last year near the theme park. So, yeah, that's not good. Police arrested 84 in European crackdown of Italian mobs. Let's see. In an investigation, the underscore... An Italian crime syndicate's role as leading player in international cocaine trafficking police in four countries arrested at least 84 suspected mobsters Wednesday in a series of carefully coordinated raids. Those detained allegedly work for the Italian, cannot pronounce this word, Nadraga. Get a criminal network that traffics in cocaine on a global scale. So, let's talk about this mutant pig. This mutant pig. Making bacon. <laughs> Sperm of mutant double muscle pigs being sold on Facebook as farmer cashes in on Frankenswine market. Scienti scientists in South Korea have been credited with genetically engineering similar giant hogs in a bid to avert 
a future pork shortage crisis. Okay, I'm taking a look at some of these pigs. These, this is an actual video. So let's see. There's, um, these pigs look very, uh, very big. Oh, okay, I didn't need to. Oh my. Okay, very big indeed. Why is it when I say that, I automatically in my head said that's what she said. Whoever made that joke up, it's, people are, are so. I don't know that I want to eat it genetically. Not that I eat pork all that often, but this just looks gross. It's okay. That's enough for that. Don't want to see any more of that anymore. Old horse being led to slaughter. Save self with great escape. Okay, I got this is a good feel-good story here. Yeah, let's see what happens here. Talk about a survival instinct. An injured horse found on a Florida highway last week narrowly escaped a death sentence. He somehow made his way out of a trailer that was t taking him to his own ex execution. He ended up saving his own life. Authorities say the horse was being transported to be euthanized, but had different plans, the sheriff's office posted on Facebook. Now the driver of the trailer is in trouble with the law for abandoning the animal that cops nicknamed Highway. After his heroin adventure, the horse was found last Friday on Interstate 75 north of McConaughey. It was all a mystery at first. Why was a horse roaming the highway? The county sheriff's office says the mystery was solved after police on social media responded to the animal's plight. Then tips poured in. Turns out the 12-year-old Glendon's current owner had no use for the animal anymore, said sheriff spokesman. That's crazy. So you want to kill the animal just because you had no more use for it? I hate people who ab abandon their pets. It's horrible. Um, takes me back to when I was uh, little and um, I had my dog Rex. I remember him. He was, uh, I think he was mixed Labrador, black lab. And so um, so there was a hurricane that took our roof off and we had to live in the city with our, with my, my grandparents. Um, they would not let me bring my dog. And my mom just pretty much wanted me to just leave the dog abandoned there. So there's no way I was having that. Every day I would run away. And I don't, I don't remember even how I got back. I don't know if I walked all the way to the, because my grandmother, she lived in the, in the city and we lived in the country. I don't know if I hiked and walked all the way, but every day I would escape and go all the way back to the abandoned house where the dog was to feed and stay with him until eventually my mother caved and she rented a, an apartment right near where we lived and so I could keep my dog, so... There's no way you don't abandon your your animals, your pets. It's not good. So um, turns out that the 12 year old Gildan's current owner has no use for the animal anymore, said sheriff spokesman Art Forge. Then the person tasked with transporting the doomed animal either didn't secure the trailer gate properly, or the animal kicked his way out. Forge said. A passing truck driver on the highway spotted the open gate on the horse trailer 
and flashed his lights at the truck's driver. The driver pulled over at the signal, closed the gate, and then nonchalantly drove away, Forgy said. The sheriff's office considers the driver a suspect and is preparing a warrant for his arrest on animal abandonment charges, Forge said to the Miami Herald. The driver was not identified on Wednesday. The case of Highway the Horse started getting attention after it was picked up by the advocate. So what's what's going on with the horse now? Did someone take it? This looks like a Facebook. What is this post? Good morning. We will update all of you on Highway as soon as we get his report this morning. We wanted to take a moment to thank each and every one of you that has donated, reached out, and wished the, this guy well. He still has a long road of recovery to go, but with your help, he is well on his way. And there's a GoFundMe for the horse there. Okay. Why do people do that? It's it's so angering to to abandon an animal, and these are not people also abandon children. I've, I've I've read things about that. I mean, abandon your own flesh and blood, or in some other cases like that mother who killed her children. Remember that? Oh, so people are so I don't know what the word is. It's horrible, horrific, it's so horrific, really, really entire. So let's see what else we got here. What else? Sickening. A drug dealer released from prison carjacks a woman in parking lot. Sickening. It's really sickening. I don't understand what's going on in St. Thomas. Things will never change with the... They really need to find find an alternative electric... I mean, uh, electric company. I was talking to my mom and... I don't know what's going on down there. The the how whoever ran the, the the power to her house, it destroyed all of her equipment. All of her TVs is is gone, and no one. You know, this. My mom said no one's gonna pay for that. The electric company, if if they had fault, they should be paying for it. I'm not, never gonna go live down there again. No way. It destroyed all all of the equipment that's really horrible you know it's it is it's really not good it literally fried all of the tv and everything what kind of a place is that it's u.s paradise my butt get an electric company that knows what the hell they're doing down there okay let's get that on my system okay um kevin durant says the environment is toxic why doesn't anyone want to play with lebron i could answer that he's an a-hole politic Politically speaking, okay, let's, I don't normally don't read about sports or care, but let's start off with uh, why no one wants to play with LeBron James, LeBron James, why doesn't anyone want to play with him? Why doesn't anyone want to play with LeBron James? I, I have my own theories on why no one wants to play with him. He's just, he happens to be a real piece of work. By piece of work, I mean a jerk. A jerk, a jerk, a jerk. And I, for one, his politics are just backwards, backwards, backwards. It really is backwards. So, let's just uh, see why no one wants to play with this jerk.
Okay, so why does no one want to play with LeBron James? Well, let's see. According to this, when the king moved to LA, everyone assumed stars would follow. But according to some of those players, the challenge of playing in the shadow of the legend and the scrutiny that surrounds him may not hold the appeal we all thought it would. It had to be Cleveland. That was why LeBron James had to escape the first time to Miami to finally play with two other stars, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, which stars in their primes would have left to join him in Northeast Ohio. No one signs up for that if they have other options. Throw in the fear of being stranded there if LeBron left. And if and it was simply too much for any top shelf talent to bear. LeBron leaving the first time allowed the Cleve the Cavaliers to reload Veer the draft with number two and number one picks, but they traded one of them for Kevin Love and the other Kyrie Irving, decided he didn't want to deal with the LeBron limbo either, looking at yet another relatively bare cupboard and knowing all too well that the bleak prospects of filling it. LeBron bolted for a team and a town that sells themselves. So now that he's in Los Angeles on a four-year deal, the longest he's signed since he went to Miami, why have we seen and heard about more stars being reluctant to join forces than those eager to ride with the train conductor who has punched tickets to eight consecutive NBA Finals. As it turns out, based on conversations with more than a dozen players, there are quite a few reasons. Most obvious, perhaps, is the fact that everyone, no matter how accomplished, becomes a role player next to LeBron. If you've got LeBron, you've got to make it all about LeBron, Tyson Chandler said a few days before he became LeBron's teammate in early November. You've got to be able to coexist with that and fit with that. Who are you? Where are you in your career? And how do you fit in? It's a sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice for winning. That's perfectly fine for someone such as as Chandler, a 36-year-old rim-protecting veteran who jumped at the chance to escape Phoenix and take his curtain call with his hometown Lakers next to 
arguably still the most physically gifted player in the league even as he's closing in on 34th birthday. When it comes to players in their primes though, there have been more no thank yous than sign me ups. To the point, to this point, Paul George opted to stay in Oklahoma City this summer after previously talking about how much he would love playing for the Lakers. Jimmy Butler in his trade demanded to demand to Minnesota Timberwolves before he was moved to Philly 76ers repeatedly had the Knicks, Nets and Clippers on his list. Three of the four teams in New York or LA with potential maximum salary cap for next season. Rumors are Raptors forward Kawan Leonard who similarly forced his way out of San Antonio and has allegedly professed a desire to play close to his boyhood home in Riverside, California, is more interested in the Clippers and the Lakers. So, to be fair, when it come to be fair, when it became evident James intended to leave the Cavaliers a second time this summer, young stars such as 76ers center Joel Embiid, Embiid posted social media pl pleas for him to join their teams. So I don't care. Warriors forward Kevin Durant, who has been more obnoxious about his potential free agent plans for next summer, said he understands why certain stars might balk at joining forces with LeBron. It depends on what kind of player you are, Durant said. If you're Kyle Korver, then it makes sense because Kyle Korver is at, in Atlanta was the bulk of the offensive and he's not a number one option at all, not even close. So his talents benefit more from a guy who can pass and penetrate and get him open. If you're a younger player like, like Kyle Korver, who is this, Kawhi? Um, trying to pair with him with LeBron James doesn't really make sense. Kawhi enjoys having the ball in his hands, controlling the offense, dictating the tempo. With his post-ups, it's how he plays the game. A lot of young players are developing that skill. They don't need another guy. But LeBron may need that at this stage of his career after Irving forced a trade to the Boston Celtics. Okay, I've seen enough. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay, that's enough about him. Now Let's uh, see. <coughs> Kevin Durant. Let's see what he's talking about here. Actually, this is the same article, so never mind. Same article talking about. They just gave it a different headline. Man, what? Man has Bluetooth compass implanted in chest. Why would someone do? Why would someone do this? This makes no sense. He claims he's created a new human sense. Okay, I don't care. 
let's uh that's enough news for now let's uh let's get to the main topic right after this So, let's talk about being a first-time home buyer. Now, for me, I took the route, which I'm very happy that I did. I went through a first-time homeowner 
class and I got a certificate with that depending on where you're going to live the city or rural area wherever you're going to live they offer what they what they call grants for instance there I was considering Beltatown because they'd offer 5000 in grant to help on closing so that was great and um it turns out though it's a lot of trial and error i mean for me and this is just from my own experience everyone's gonna be different for me when you get an agent you know a realtor don't sign a contract right away if at all I'm glad I didn't because the first realtor I had, honestly, she was young and if I'm I, being super honest, she just wanted to just sell me a home so she couldn't get paid. She didn't care about my needs and it was clear that she didn't care about my needs because as I would plead with her and tell her I don't want to live in the city. I, you know, wanted certain things and every day or when close to every day she would email me the very places I don't want it got to the point where I said you know what I can't deal with this lady and a co-worker who happened to be a realtor I it was a great match at first you know he's older and he's been doing it a while and he's really good at it but the problem that with him was he was way too busy in his life to to you know take me on as a client I wasn't getting the attention that I needed and so I had a third lady which I don't even know how she got I uh, she got my number from the first realtor that I was with she without my knowledge just gave it to her and then she started um, sending me stuff at first that I wanted but then she just didn't understand or she just didn't care. It seemed like she, I don't know, it wasn't working. So I ended up saying, you know, forget it. I'm just going to look on my own and see what happens. So I went on Zillow and um, I did not know that they even had this option. I thought that you could just look up houses, but I went on Zillow and then I saw that I couldn't shop for houses there and I found that's where I found that house in a rural area that I liked but the house I ended up not going with that because it was just too much problems I need over a hundred thousand just to just to get in in great condition I would have loved it it was great rural area I would have loved living there but um so I once I went on Zillow, I did not know that they had agents on there for everything, for mortgage, for realtors, everything. And so, Zillow is very professional. I gotta say, the, the 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 staff that served me, I mean, they instantly understood what I wanted. They understood that I did not want to live in the city. I do not want to live near any ghetto, any any projects any slums they understood that 
and didn't waste time sending me this stuff. Went straight to somewhere where they felt that for a single person like myself would be would be a, a good buy. It's in great condition. It's, you know, in square footage, it's not the biggest, but it's not the smallest either. There's plenty of room there, and uh, it's not in the city. And so, that's where, um, where, where I'm trying to get into right now. But I would advise not to sign. If the realtor is being pussy and trying to make you sign so you could stay with them, then screw them, walk away. If they're that good, they don't need you to sign. If if you you go with them and you see that they're they're uh, what you want and you feel like you can stay with them long term, then you sign if you want to. But I didn't sign, so let's get into this. A first-time home buyer can often be at a disadvantage to other buyers due to having low funds, student debt, or other financial issues. Thankfully. Being a first-time buyer has some benefits too, such as being offered lower rates or smaller down payments on a home loan. In my case, this is true. I'm being offered um, 0% down, just paying some closing costs, which is not going to be much. So 100% finance is what I'm being offered. So that's a good thing. Who qualifies as a first-time home buyer? Good question. Good question. The definition of first-time buyer isn't restricted to people buying the first homes. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, it has includes include it in, also includes the following. A person who has not owned their principal resident for at least three years. A single parent who previously co-owned a home while married. A homemaker who previously owned a house with spouse but no longer receives financial support from that spouse. A person who has only owned a resident not affixed to a permanent foundation such as a mobile or trailer home. This allows many people who wouldn't assume that they qualify for a first-time mortgage to take advantage of the benefits afforded to those purchasing for the first time. How to choose the best lender for you. Okay, this is good. Finding the right lender depends on a number of factors of which the interest rate is only one. Here are, by the way, the company I'm going with, the program that they put, put me in, no PMI. So yeah, I am very, very, very grateful that I'm gonna be given this opportunity. Praying is very, very, very good at this point. Here are some of the main things to look at when weighing up the various lenders. Loan size. A basic requirement any borrower should expect of their lender is that they can 
can offer the right loan amount. If you needed a $250,000 loan, then there's no use in going with a lender that can only approve $200,000. Common sense makes sense. On the other hand, if you're approved $300,000, it's important to be aware that you don't have to spend that exact amount. You can still purchase a home for 250000 and only borrow the amount you need. Makes sense. APR. The first thing many borrowers look at when comparing lenders is the interest rates. While this is important, the best thing to look at is the APR, which is the annual percentage rate. It includes the interest rates plus processing fees and points and therefore gives a more accurate picture of what you'll be paying the lender each year. If you want to know your total costs, APR is the place to look. Closing costs. This is this is what I think I'm gonna be paying because I think everything else is 100% finance. So I think closing costs is what I'm gonna be paying. Once your mortgage is approved, you will need to go through what's called a closing process. At this stage, lenders can add any number of fees, including origination, serving title, and third-party fees. When you apply for your mortgage, it's worth checking with lenders. It's worth checking which lenders are willing to waive or discount these fees. I wish they could do that for me. But anyway, loan terms. The term or duration of your loan can have a big impact on your APR and total loan amount. And therefore, it's important to select a term that suits your needs. The short term is usually a 15 year mortgage, though it is possible to find a 10 or even 8 year term, which includes higher monthly payments but a lower interest rate. The long term usually a 30-year mortgage, that's probably what I'm gonna have to go with, which includes lower payments but a higher rate. Consume customer service. Lastly, don't forget the importance of customer service as you go through the process of buying your first home. You'll undoubtedly have a lot of questions and it's important to go with a lender that is willing to spend time on your application and offer the best deal to suit your specific needs. Many lenders now offer online applications, making it less costly and more convenient to apply for a loan as well as personal loan agents and online chat applications. The advantages of being a first time buyer there are two major advantages to being a first-time home buyer. Qualifying for lower down payments through government-backed lending programs or offers from individual lenders. Like for me, I think think uh, Mass Housing, which is what I'm going to be probably getting because they're the ones who do 100% uh finances if I'm not mistaken. I think many many states do this because they want you to live and stay in their state and so they offer things like this so you can stay here. It's always pretty much guaranteed that you most people, a lot of people 
are going to stay in their homes for 10 plus years or more. I mean, there are foreclosures, but I don't think that rate is going to be that high. Uh, being able to deduct mortgage-related payments from your tax bill. So this is going to make this is going to make my be, before when I did my taxes. It's very simple, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to use uh what do you call that uh the online one I can't think of it right now but TurboTax I use that every year but when I become a homeowner I don't know if it's going to be more difficult for me to use that and understand what's going on or or take it to like a H&R block I don't know we'll cross that river when I get there many first time home buyers find that the down payments are the biggest obstacles to purchasing a home it's true for me it, it will be using a medium house price of about a $250,000 a typical minimum down payment of 20% we find that most lenders expect borrowers to pay at least $50,000 as a down payment on their own that's pretty high 20% and many people just don't have that sort of money lying around is true. Thankfully, some lenders offer home loans to first-time home buyers for down payments as low as 3%. That's what I'm getting, 3%. Or even, yeah, I think when I was trying to get that house in the rural area, I mean, actually, you know, the other one that I like, an FHA loan, that I was going to do 3.5%, which is what they're saying here. With a credit score of at least 600, 620, mine is much higher than that, and down payment of 10% of four borrowers with lower of 580 credit. So my credit, I don't have to worry about that. My credit is in good shape. To qualify for FHA loan, the borrower must purchase private mortgage insurance that's PMI so uh that what she was telling me I don't I don't have to um I have to ask her she I remember her saying no PMI so that means private mortgage insurance which protects the lender in the event the borrower default okay, so I don't have to I think she said I don't have to do PMI so which protects the lender in the event of borrower's default so um that's good on my part. I don't need to purchase that, but I'm not planning on defaulting unless circumstances happen where I'm not able to work or whatever. As long as I'm willing and able, I shall be working. Fortunately for first-time buyers, certain mortgage expenses are tax-deductible. For example, you can deduct interest provided your mortgage is secured by your home and is worth less than a million and you can deduct real estate taxes unfortunately PMI payments stop being tax deductible as of 2017 which I'm not gonna ha have PMI anyway but this may change again in the future if you're a first-time buyer it's worth consulting a tax specialist about how you can use your loan payments to receive reduce your tax bill <laughs> top lenders for first-time home buyers I'm not gonna read any companies because I just don't want to do do that so I'm not gonna do that so the short of it being a first-time home buyer doesn't necessarily mean you'll need to make a huge down payment or that you'll be taken advantage of by lenders 
as long as you have a decent credit score and understand your rights being as long as you understand your rights before beginning the process, you should be able to come away with a mortgage to suit your needs and that won't drain your bank account on day one. When comparing lenders, don't forget to look at all angles such as terms, APR, and closing costs and always ask what they can do for you as a first time home buyer so I think that was very very detailed and very accurate very very accurate very accurate check your credit score and as long as you have 650 and above you're going to be good you won't have to pay as much down but 580 I would see I would work on it so you want to check your credit and work on it determine a budget get your assist in place shop multiple lenders which is what i did three different lenders before i landed one that i really like hire a real estate agent which i've done put contingencies in writing haven't done i haven't gotten to that keep the status quo in your finances which is what i kept telling each of them when i call them i don't want to live beyond my needs when i was younger i was an idiot i would say oh i like this this uh lamborghini i qualify for it i want it knowing i can't afford it no live don't live beyond your needs not because you could qualify for a lamborghini money means you should buy a lamborghini or beam or whatever mercedes so um i think that um like i said for me zillow worked out really great with like a one-stop shop I looked at homes, I put in you know, the home that I like, the range that I wanted, the areas I want, set, you know, clicked on it, set me up with a, a agent, seen the home, and they even have the, their mortgage broker. So I was impressed with Zillow. They're very professional. They always send me a follow-up email. Did you like working with this agent? Are you happy with the agent? You know, they want to know how they're, they're doing. So, Zillow worked for me. They really, uh, it was really shock, surprising to me, honestly. I did not know that Zillow, when I think of Zillow, I don't know, I think about being able to look at the, the value of homes, but I never knew that you could shop for homes there. I never knew that. I really did not know that you could shop for homes there. Uh, that threw me off. That really threw me off. It really, really did. So, um, <clears throat> so, um, what else? I think, I think we pretty much covered, covered a lot, covered a lot. So, um, right now I want to tell you about, uh, Flipboard. If you... If you um, like the show, you should consider uh, to um, to check out some of our sponsors. Flipboard is our current sponsor, and if you're a filmmaker or videographer, 
Flipboard, you really need to, to check it out because it's going to benefit you. The you you know as far as storytelling and and stuff like that, it's really an asset to you to get it. So if I were you, I would do it. I would do it. Do it. You know when I create music videos i like to use a good storytelling platform you know it helps keep calm and stay informed i really suggest flipboard flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work life and play choose from thousands of topics to personalize flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24 7. i really suggest that you use flipboard give it a try will you you won't be sorry it's amazing trust me and that's pretty much all we have for today, Thursday. Thank you for spending a few moments with us. If you want to be a first-time homeowner, I hope that this show is helpful to you. The process can be stressful. It really can be. But if you fall in line with the, the right uh, the right realtor, the right lenders, you're going to be in good hands. But if you fall in line with the wrong ones, then it's going to be even more stressful. As it was for me. It was very stressful because the first uh, realtor, she just did not understand. She wasn't working with me. She wasn't giving me what I needed. It was frustrating. I was like, is she even listening to me? Or she, and, or she just cared about selling in the house and just get me out of her hair. Because that's what it was. I was very frustrated by that. I couldn't understand why once she listened to me. You know, I, I just didn't understand. And so, the other stressful thing that's going to be is actually physically moving. Now... I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to look online to see if there's any quotes as far as moving companies goes, just to get a quote, a ballpark of how much they're going to charge me, and um, if it's going to be outrageous, what I'm thinking about doing, obviously I'll have to ask management at work, I'm going to ask them if I could put up a flyer, basically saying that I am... Um, I'm hiring a, hiring a moving crew to move a two-bedroom apartment into a home. You, you rent the U-Haul uh, truck and you bring the people that you need to help you move. And I will pay X amount. Or I'll either do that or ask them how much will they charge and I already have a ballpark in my mind if it exceeds what the professionals would have charged me then I might as well go with the professionals so I think that's the route I'm going to take but I'm going to start with the professionals and uh, get an idea because I'm not going to try to move myself I just I'm not going to do it it's it's too stressful um I I could hurt myself. I'm not going to bother doing it. I'm not a spring, young spring chicken anymore. If I broke a break a bone, it's probably going to be hard to heal. So, um, not that I'm super 
granny elderly, grandpa and elderly, but you know, I don't want to take a risk of hurting myself. Also finding out, um, for instance, your cable company, wherever you, you're moving to, you want to find out who's your cable provider over there. If it's a different company, you like want to call and ask them, um, this is the rate, this is the company you have now, this is the plan, what do you have that's similar to this plan, I'm going to be moving into your territory and find out what, what they say. Also, um, gather all the information you're going to need as far as, okay, who's the, the electric company in that uh, town? I don't know if all this stuff happens at closing, you find out this stuff or not. When I speak to my, um, my mortgage broker tomorrow, I will definitely ask her these questions. But who do I make the calls once once closing happens or after closing because you don't want to do it before closing what if, if things don't pan out so I guess you do it after closing I'm assuming but um, the one very thing that I'm very happy about is I'm going to be a um, a dog owner again finally but I'm not going with, with a Rockweiler this time. I could never get another Rockweiler. Zeus would be the only Rockweiler I would ever get. I'm actually going the route of a Yellow Lab. It's what I'm going to be looking into. Yellow Labs are probably one of the smartest dogs in the world. They're very intelligent. And they're very good with other animals that I've seen. In many YouTube videos that I've watched, Yellow Labs are very... What's the one I'm looking for? They're very good at adapting to other animals. And so that's one of the factors because I have sugar gliders. I don't want an aggressive dog that would kill my sugar gliders. So that's uh was a factor. Plus, I've always wanted a yellow lab, but they're just so smart. So this will be my first time ever having a yellow lab. I've had a uh, you know Labrador retriever before, but he was black and he had like the white on the chest. But I've never had um, never had a yellow lab before. But I always wondered what's the difference between a yellow lab and a golden retriever. Is there a difference? That's what I want to know because um, I think maybe the golden retriever is fluffier. Maybe and the yellow lab has hair that looks like a regular Labrador retriever. I don't know. Um, right, let's look. I'm gonna look that up right now. Let's see here. Let's see here. Da, da, da. What is the difference between a yellow? Yellow lab and golden retriever. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know if they're in, even in the same family. Golden retriever, lab, Labrador retriever. Yeah, well, Labrador retriever, golden retriever. Okay, let's see here. No, they are two different dog breeds. Okay. 
So there are two different dog breeds. What's the difference between Labrador and Golden Retriever? See, I didn't know this. Let me see. Let's open this up and read this. Wouldn't I? You know, not. I wouldn't mind having a Golden Retriever too. I don't know. I'm gonna do some serious. Um. Okay, let's just read this. I'm sorry, I veered off of home ownership, but this is part of home ownership for me because I want a dog, and this is a dog that I want. Okay, it says that there are loads of differences. Okay, this is good to know. Good stuff for me to remember to listen to my own show when, when I'm ready to get a dog. A golden retriever is usually longer than a lab and looks much bigger and has a more bushier tail or wavy hair. See, I knew it. When compared to a lab. Hence, they shed a lot and grooming is essential to prevent matting. Okay, so I'm probably going to... I'm probably not going to want to do that. The Labrador has short double coats and can shed moderately. A lab needs to be groomed at least twice a week to remove dead hair. Both have webbed paws and hence are excellent swimmers, which I am not. So if I dr I'm drowning, they can save me. <laughs> Number two, the personality. Okay, this is getting good. The personality of a lab can vary from one another, but almost all labs are fun-loving and outgoing. This is very true. They are very friendly with the children and can run all day round. The lab can be trained easily to perform various tasks right from fetching the newspaper to hunting. The golden retriever is more calmer but it's very eager to please its owners, so training them is easy too. However, they aren't as athletic or enthusiastic as a Labrador. They also love to be around people and other dogs alike. The Labrador makes a good watchdog and will bark at the sight of any intruder. However, it is a poor guard dog. The Golden Retriever is not a good watchdog and can make friends with a stranger very quickly. Hence, Garden is out of the equation. Well, I wasn't really looking for a guard dog. I have my First Amendment, so I mean Second Amendment, so I exercise that. I don't need. I wanted. I want the dog because of the companionship. So, um, that's, let's see, there's more, many differences. They were bred to do the same task, retrieving. However, they are very much different, different appearance. Labs have a sturdy built, well-defined body cuts. The lab is what I'm going with. Golden, goldens look more of the goofy kind. They are bigger than labs most of the time and their body is longer than a lab. The coat is, the coat now, the coat. The lab are double coated, just as goldens, but they have shorter fur, hardly an inch, inch long.
golden retriever i mean go yeah golden retrievers have longer lot more fur and super fluffy tail temperament goldens are known to be eager to please their owner when compared to labs who are mostly food and treat driven they are very obedient and one of the easiest dogs to train labs are mostly couch potatoes most of the time all they worry all they worry or they think of is food and treats hmm. so a lot more than coat the labrador retriever is derived from new world working water dogs they have a work ethic stubborn streak and bomb proof nature suitable to work in long hours in harsh conditions the golden retriever is derived from uk gentlemen's hunting spaniels and setters they were bred to do a gentleman's hunt when the gentleman wanted to hunt and to be a sweet charming house pet the rest of the time how is a blue collar worker who hunts everything in season for food different than a white collar worker who fishes every other weekend for sport the labrador has a stubborn streak and a stronger work ethic they are more likely to socially get the job done the golden has soft spot and loves to work because they love you if you are sad upset or harsh with them it throws them off in a way that it wouldn't a labrador huh i'm too pushy too dominant and too harsh for a golden i love them but it would be unfair to want to one to put them with my strong personality and training style labradors and i get along great however they forgive me when i'm an idiot and respond well to my less gushy less kid gloves training style when this is this is a lot of learning information for me so huh after reading it i'm almost wanting to lean towards a golden retriever only because but let's keep reading when they're very young there is very little difference both are sweet and friendly and thrive on affection and play as they get a bit older you may discover that the lab is a bit more robust but less high strung than the golden goldens have a reputation for being happy 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 to the point of being a bit goofy whereas labs are equally enthusiastic but less silly but these are gross generations the variation between individuals is huge either bred either breed is wonderful labrador and golden retrievers have a lot of similarities reasons being they have a common ancestor both are friendly dogs and a perfect family companion some differences i know between them are coats we are talked about already retriever has thick long coat grooming the retriever needs a moderate grooming 
temperament retrievers are considered to be alert, friendly, intelligent, loyal, playful, and quiet. On the other hand, Labradors are affectionate, cheerful, energetic, friendly, gentle, loving, loyal, playful. You'll find many similarities here too. For more differences, you can visit. Okay, visit. What am I going to visit? For more, you can visit here and compare between more breeds if you want. Comparison of golden retrievers versus Labrador retrievers. Okay, I think I learned quite a bit. Um, let's see. No, they are two different breeds. They are both retrievers, which means they can, okay. I noticed they didn't talk about, let's see here. Here's a picture of three Labrador retrievers. The colors are chocolate, yellow, and black. Chocolate, I wouldn't mind a chocolate one either. Those are pretty cool. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so they're showing, they're saying here, labs are more hardy and workers than golden's search okay they're still in a happy depressed angry suicidal excited and pensive okay i don't know okay how uh, what else we have here or labrador retrievers uh da, da, da. there's a lot to learn here but i still have a ways to think because i'm certain certain they're gonna be expensive i'm out of, out of curiosity let's see how much does a lab, yellow lab cost? How much does yellow lab cost? Out of curiosity. Yep, is exactly what I was thinking. The price of Labrador puppies will vary from breeder to breeder and from place to place in the US as a rough guide, you are looking between 800 to 1200 So, um, yeah, gonna have to save up for that because once I pay for closing and moving costs, I'm not, I'm gonna be pretty much drained. I'm not gonna be able to, so I would say, and this tax season, because I'm not in default anymore, I'm gonna be able to actually keep my, um, my federal tax so i would probably have to use that so figure whenever tax season when is tax season in may april or may or something around there is when i'll be shopping for which it's not really a long time when you think about it right now we're in december january february march it's about four or five months so that's not bad and four or five months I'll probably be able to even save for that and um, and keep my tax return because I am good at saving now. Um, although I'm going to be paying more more than I pay monthly renting, but I still think I'll be able to save put and put some money aside. So anyway, I'm not going to, we're not there yet. One step at a time, one day at a time, and um, I veered off course. I could talk about dogs all day, but uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you're a filmmaker, videographer, you know where to go, don't you? Yes, you do. Flip page, flip, flip board. I'm sorry, flip board. Flip board is where you need to go. Flip board. And that's it for us today. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned today. And I definitely learned a lot about 
about the difference between a golden retriever and a, a yellow lab. I'm probably gonna look into all the labs, chocolate labs. I had black lab before, so I'm right now. Honestly, I'm leaning towards towards the yellow lab, but I wouldn't mind a chocolate lab. I had a black lab before. I liked them too, so I'll probably. I don't know if I'll do a show about it, but I'm definitely gonna read more on all the Labradors. Cause that's why I'm leaning towards a Labrador. And you know, um, I think that's where I'm gonna go. So that's it for Thursday. Nice talking with you. See you soon. Oh, 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 oh.